1: Hello and welcome to the Scottish Suns latest SPFL football podcast with myself Roger Hanna and the Scottish Suns football editor Derek McGregor Derek Celtic this Saturday at home to St Johnson and it's probably been Ronnie Dyla's best week of the season four goals at Saturday's last Friday night and incredibly eight against poor Hamilton Aquis on Tuesday
0: It's understatement to say Celtic are rampant at the moment confidence clearly couldn't be higher as was the case last year at this stage it was like recognition from Celtic that they were now in the business end of things and they've stepped up a gear. It's been an important sequence of results for Ronnie Dyler. I think at the start of the year, he was under a lot of pressure. To be fair to him, as has typically been the case, certainly domestically, when he's needed results, they've delivered. And I think that allied to signings coming in, Celtic are looking in good shape at the moment
1: He's utilising his squad as well Derek, I, I was surprised when I saw the team laying up for the Hamilton
0: game, no Commons, no Johansson, no Tierney, didn't have any effect on the team whatsoever No, I, and I think the idea of squad rotation at various clubs over the years has caused much debate some traditionalists just feel you go with your strongest team every time, chopping and changing doesn't help, we've seen teams going out of cup competitions over the last couple of weeks when they fielded fielded weakened teams but for Dyla, it's working at the minute, as you say, with that kind of squad. And, you know, Celtic should still be able to beat opposition comfortably. I'm not necessarily saying by eight all the time, but with the squad they have, they should still be effective. But it still takes an element of good coaching and good management, and credit where it's due for Ronnie Dyler at the minute.
1: In terms of rotation, the one player he won't consider rotating in the minute is Lee Griffiths.
0: Mackay steven coming forward at pace. Now Griffiths
1: well he had to get in on the act lee griffiths makes it for oh we're going out there with Rogic; all on his own no defender going near him and no defender near lee griffiths that's appalling defending
0: from hamilton they really have thrown them in the towel now devlin oh, it's charged down there by griffiths great chance for lee griffiths that's the hat-trick
1: And his total now for the season is 27. You can watch the goals from all the big SPFL games on the website at (laughs) thescottishsun.co.uk Another hat trick is fourth of the Celtic career on Tuesday night, 27 for the season. How how many can he get
0: this season, Derek? It's pretty phenomenal going. I mean, as Martin O'Neill would possibly describe it as, it's a Larson-esque, the rate of goals. How many can he get? 27 and you know you're still looking at 3-4 months of the season left I mean he could easily get to 50 Celtic on the crest of a wave just now you, you certainly can't say that
1: about St Johnson they're struggling for results they're struggling for goals this is our last game before their League Cup semi-final against Hibs Tommy right. And these players, they need something from, from Celtic Park on Saturday even if it's just a, a morale boosting performance. Sure,
0: yeah. What's the most important game for them? I think obviously we would agree it would be the semi final, but you're right, he would want to go into that semi final in a good frame of mind. Very good manager, Tommy Wright. Very good. I think St Johnson are fortunate that he's still there, quite honestly. You know, I see a number of English jobs that have come and gone and. Obviously, a very wise decision to turn down Dundee United when he did. Very capable manager. And, you know, listen, Celtic obviously are stick-on favourites for for the weekend. But, you know, St. Johnson won there, I think, last year. I wouldn't totally rule out St. Johnson even maybe getting a draw. But not a good time probably to face Celtic just now.
1: Poor old Hamilton. Eight goals in midweek, coming just about 10 or 11 days after that Scottish Cup humiliation down at Annan Athletic. Martin Canning, he'll find this managerial lark isn't all it's maybe cracked up to be and, and they've now got a home game on Sunday in front of the TV cameras against the Hartside that have just scored six against
0: Motherwell. It's quite, I mean it, it, you know, a penny for Martin Canning's thoughts right now uh, you know, I think up until about September they were joint third immediately after they replaced Alec had a horrific run of results and people were asking big questions is he out his depth? He came through that. To be fair to the Ackie's the Aki's directors, there was no knee-jerk reaction. As I say, they were then joint third by September. But I mean, I think it's one win since the end of September. And you know, I was at the Ackie's press conference on Monday, and Mikey Devlin spoke very well, talking about how the players have got to be accountable and what they are giving the manager is not good enough. Wasn't exactly a good response. Yeah. You know, from that, I can't know?
1: see. I can't see Ronnie McDonald or Les Gray at Ackie's pulling the plug on Martin Canning You they don't strike me as a board who are guilty of knee-jerk actions they will try and
0: back the manager does that involve a signing or two before the window closes Derek? I mean Aki's transfer policy probably by virtue of the budget they have can be I think can often be a left field there's almost like a swing door I think it Aki's because players suddenly come and go you know, uh, you know. I think Sendles White has just gone, and you know, one minute they're there, the next they're gone. They don't mess about. Can they get sufficiently good enough quality to stop the rock? That's the big question. I mean, they do. You know, I, I think they they have brought in gems. You have to wonder. Do, they're falling like a stone at moment yeah. uh,
1: Hearts have brought in a few gems. Mo- most of them scored against some other last weekend. They are in fine form they could be excused if they one eye on a Scottish Cup tie coming up against Hibs at the start of next month you would fancy them strongly
0: to add to Hamilton's suffering at the weekend very much so yeah I mean I, you know I, I like Martin Canning I think as a person I think he's he's very good to deal with I agree with the sentiments of some hockey players that the, you know the, the sooner he gets back in the defence as quickly as possible yeah. the better I think he is the type that would kind of shout and scream and, you know, take no prisoners. But I do fear. I mean, I, you couldn't rule out Hearts doing a four or a five. Yeah.
1: While Hamilton were, were capitulating at Celtic Park, almost under the radar, Inverness Cali Thistle, Scottish Cup holders, managed to finally get past Stirling Albion in a, t- a 2-0 win in the replay up in the Highlands on Tuesday night. They're at home again on Saturday in league business against Partick Thistle. Yeah, Cali Thistle they, they slipped out of the top six when I defeated Kilmarnock last weekend Yogi I think he, he sounds as if he's worried about the inconsistency of his squad
0: yeah very critical the other day I know it's particularly of the players on the sidelines at the minute which is, is quite unlike Yogi up there that, that, that struck me as being quite an eye-catching kind of headline because he you know as you know yourself he's staunch defender of his players and maybe that was a wee sign certainly of an impatience with him for Thistle I mean it wasn't that long ago Thistle went up there and took four off Inverness I think Thistle are in that category of maybe unpredictable that, that looks a draw to me that game but I think Yogi interesting you wonder if behind the scenes he's kicking a few backsides at the minute P-
1: Partick Thistle had gone so well under Alan Archibald they got manager of the month of war. they get loads of applauded I, I was up for Helen Saturday They were three down at home to Dundee after 15 minutes and When all the games are finished, they're in 24 points. The same as Hamilton, who are deemed to be in crisis. The same as Kilmarnock, who are deemed to be in in the the guts of a relegation scrap. Alan Archibald probably needs to go to Inverness and get something.
0: Definitely. I mean, prior to Saturday, I think there was a kind of... Thistle were doing pretty well, but as you rightly point out, they're still very much right in the thick of it down there. It's quite extraordinary how tight it is with five or six teams. That really are right in the mix for the playoff, and I mean, of those teams, you know, if we're looking at the top three in the championship, let's just say it's even Folker. Would you necessarily say that the top flight team would be hot favourites against Folker? Yeah, yeah, no, I know.
1: First of all, they've got Chris Dolan and a long-term contract extension. They're bringing back Chris Erskine. They've got him in a
0: pre-contract already. Is
1: it important they could maybe get Erskine in this window?
0: I think Erskine was certainly a hero of the supporters at Thistle. It's just no harm for him at Dundee United. the big question is what would United valuation be of them just now? Would even something like 40, 50 grand, would that be beyond Thistle? Mm-hmm. i possibly think yes. I would imagine Archibald would be looking for that boost. And I think Erskine coming back would be a lift for them, that's for sure. And I think, I think the re signing of Doolins, I think, a right good deal as well, actually. Good player. We touched on Kelly there big win
1: for them at home to Inverness last Saturday in the snow they now go to Tannadice now Dundee United have now 14 points adrift at the bottom of this Premiership table if Kelly can get a win there, the gap to Kelly is 17 points, United won't
0: get that back will they? I don't think they'll get back what it is just now anyway to be honest uh, Roger I admire Gary Locke in the sense that under immense pressure recently but he has this capacity of just suddenly digging out a result digging out a win as well and I you know, admire that about them but there's also as she's often admitted himself is that huge frustration that inconsistency is, is quite incredible I think you get with young players though is it not? Aye and I suppose that's another element I admire about them I'm not 100% sure of their injury situation and whether it's a necessity to go with the young players but I get the impression he's going to go with them anyway and I admire that because that, that takes balls you know the how, how many times have we seen managers that will use kids as a shield. Ah, but I'm playing the kids. I think Locke's doing it for the right reasons. Fair play to him, you know.
1: In terms of United, it, 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 there's, there's strange things going on at Tanner just now. You, we touched earlier on, it, on Chris Erskine, has already signed a, a pre contract to go back to Thistle. Strong talk of Ryan Dow heading for St Johnson, talk of Ryan McGowan going back to China. It's almost as if players are... Bailing out? Yeah, and, and accepting that United are going to be playing championship football next season and they don't want involved in it.
0: Yeah, uh, very much a, a sense of looking after number one. Ryan Dow, of, of those three, Ryan Dow, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, I, I you know... They lost the cup final with St. Johnson. And I thought Ryan Dow was terrific. Great volley off the post. Put the post at 1 0. They changed the game. At one point, he looked like the bright young thing. He was the next one in the conveyor belt, and all accounts, he said injury issues. Now he just kind of seems to be slipping out the door quietly. You know, McGowan, uh, while McGowan clearly is pursuing other options, to be fair. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. Him, I think he's still the type of player that's got a bit of dig mm-hmm. and I think his attitude will remain spot on. Chris Erskine, it's always a, it's always for a manager it's a concern I suppose that they're talking about other options and you're thinking, is the focus still on the job? And United more so than ever need players focused. I think they're gone anyway Roger, yeah. honestly, whether Kamala win or not on Saturday. You know. even, I think even if United win, I still think it's too much.
1: If they are gone, then the focus goes back to this relegation playoff place. We've spoken about Hamilton in 24. We've spoken about Partick in 24. Kelly in 24. Motherwell are just in 25 points. They're only a point away from this. They've just shed six goals at Tynecastle. They've lost Liam Grimshaw back down south. Don't look to have a great depth about their squad. They're now at home to Ross County... they they need a result big time Uh, keep bang up to date with Scottish football by following Sunsport on Twitter
0: it's interesting Martin Canning's reaction after the game last night was that this is the kind of game that's not going to define our season but to me the psychological damage could well define the season but how did they recover from that last night okay ordinarily losing to Celtic you know but it's a manner of it Motherwell I think is the same as well that You'd probably say hearts in the grand scheme of things isn't the most important game for them, but again it's the mental damage for them. You know, it's a dropping. And all of a sudden the kinda it's almost like a, the, the bubble has burst. The McGee effect now the, the honeymoon period has definitely gone. They need a result, as you say, just to just even a draw just to quickly get Get themselves back on
1: track again. Les Hutchison has spoken a few times publicly about his worries about Motherwell's finances going forward. He, he doesn't feel there's enough money coming into to the Well Society scheme. That would lead you to believe there's not going to be a great deal of resource there for Mark McGee to, to improve the squad prior to the end of the month. What he's got there just now is is that going to be enough to keep Motherwell out of trouble?
0: I think he will. I think he will because I think he's got goal scorers. I think, in the case of Motherwell, I tend to think the was a bit of a freak result. Hearts were particularly good. I think when I recall Motherwell's performance at Celtic, I thought, more or less with the same team, that was exceptional. Yes, they are vulnerable to injuries for sure. Certainly if they lost Mole, if they lost McDonald, they lost both. You would fear, I think they've got just about enough to get through. I think the manager's good. You know, I think uh, Stephen Robinson, the number two, as well. I think's a good coach. I think they'll have enough to, to get through.
1: County sit quite comfortably in the top six. They have done for a period of time. They lost a, a five-goal thriller at home to 10-man Aberdeen last Sunday. But they're still scoring goals, even without Liam Boyce and Craig Curran, who have both been in the injured list. Brian Graham's got some goals... Sharks has got some goals and Ian McShane come into the team at the weekend and, and scored score two
0: terrific goals Great goals I think he's got enough depth uh, Jim McIntyre immense credit for the job he's done there I think it also has to be stated he's been given great leeway for signings as well I mean I think since Derek Adams left I mean I think the, 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 the extra money they have spent on backroom staff and players has given Jim that chance to, to really improve things in fairness you still have to sign the right players you still have to be a good manager and you know I think County have got that depth that they can get results here and there that will keep them keep them in a good place you know top six certainly The,
1: the Premiership weekend again starts on a Friday night it's at Petodre, Aberdeen against Indy neither team could really have asked for much more last weekend Aberdeen with 10 men score 3 and win at Dingle then they score four and win at Partick Thistle it's two teams who will, who will approach the game with a, with a degree of confidence it?
0: definitely I mean I think after Aberdeen lost the Hearts for me that was another big game that they choked in give them credit certainly a goal down and a man down there's big questions being asked and the response was terrific you know and I think despite the manner the Celtics win last night and the fact that it looks as if they are now going to a feeling that they're going to cruise through the title it's still a chance for Aberdeen on Friday they still apply a bit of pressure, win win well and still put a message to Celtic. Dundee, I don't think anyone saw Dundee winning so handsomely on yeah. Saturday. I still think there's huge question marks for their defence, quite honestly. And I think Hayes, McGinn, Rooney, I think could do some damage to them on Friday. For all that Harkins, you know, on his days terrific, I think at the back Dundee are still fragile.
1: Paul Hartley would argue that the signing of Darno D will, will, will stiffen the defence up but they still did lose two goals as you say at Thistle at the weekend ah. you know so ah. against a Rooney or a Hayes or a McGinn on form Aberdeen's defence will be interesting as well because there's so much talk that Paul Quinn's heading back to Ross County and they'll need to deal without Mark Reynolds who serves as a suspension is it just as simple as Andy Conserine in alongside Ash Taylor The
0: appears I mean, so think Conchadine is in that bracket of unsung kind of heroes for Aberdeen I think he's been a good player over the piece I'm surprised that the feeling about Paul Quinn that must be very much a a kind of personal consideration with Derek McInnes I think I read that Paul Quinn's family couldn't settle on Aberdeen but I mean if it's purely from a football point of view I'm surprised at that because uh, McInnes himself is on record as saying that maybe in certain areas his squad doesn't have that depth I would expect Aberdeen to win that one and 2-0 3-1 you know
1: Impressive debut Impressive first start in the Premiership for, for young Craig Story In the centre of the Aberdeen midfield last Sunday He's surely done enough Derek to, to keep his place for the Dundee
0: Well he's been there long enough uh, Roger I, I mean I remember speaking to Willie Miller about 3-4 years ago And I was talking to Willie about both Story And Cammy Smith And Willie when he was director of football Was telling me that you know They had the likes of Man- I think Manchester City were in for Cammy Smith And I think Manchester United were in for Story and Willie talking about how he managed to beat off the interest from those clubs to keep those two Cammy Smith of the two have uh, has made the most impression without truly establishing himself, Story has been on the bench for so long, now is this his moment, is this his time, you, you, they've got Jack out they've got Flood out, this could be his moment, you continually hear he's a very talented boy but There's only one way we're ever going to find that out, you know. Yeah,
1: play them in the team. Like Sunsport on Facebook for all the Scottish football latest. You go from Petaudry Friday night, the whole weekend stretches to Monday night. Capolo Morton against Rangers in the Championship. You're covering the game for for Sunsport, Derek. Morton have already taken something off Rangers this season. Is it an awkward win for Mark Warburton's team, even in this rich form?
0: Yeah, I think it has to be an awkward game. I, I would expect Rangers to win. But I mean, Morton that particular day you referred to, Ibrooks were terrific. I thought back to front, I thought they were a real credit to Jim Duffy. I, th- I thought it was also a testament to um, Jim Duffy's management that the tactics were spot on. I think they've got enough talented players they could make that difficult for. Uh, for Rangers, but I mean, Rangers have already been to Capolo on one handsomely this season, and I think I think Rangers are back on song again. To be honest,
1: they are back on song. Can you see Mark Warburton having added Michael O'Halloran and Tumani Diaguraga by Monday, or is that at least two deals that you think will will, will maybe rumble on right to the last hours of the
0: transfer window? I think that could rumble on. I, I do think you'll get both. I think you have to look at uh, Rangers' track record over the last year or so of trying to buy players, and. You know they they don't exactly do it the easy way. It's almost like they put bids up by 500 pound a time. You know, and it's just you're thinking right, just go in, do it convincingly, make a statement, make this statement that Dave King has talked about so many times, and yet when it comes to actually bidding for players, there just seems to be this consistent lack of total conviction. Hibbs will
1: feel they've made a statement in the Championship title fight by landing Anthony Stokes. He'll make his debut this time for Hibbs at home to St Mirren at the weekend how important can Stokes be for Hibs if they're to get back into this title fight?
0: Terrific signing hardly played, you would imagine he's still, you know, he's hardly played at Celtic you know, over the the, the period and you would still think he'd be fit enough but is there an element he still needs to get that kind of max sharpness? I mean it's another signing for Hibs I mean, we're, you know, we're talking about transfer moves with various clubs Alan Stubbs has been given tremendous scope by Hibs to Antti's squad I mean, he must have a squad between 25, 30 guys, maybe seven or eight strikers to choose from. Again, I think a very talented guy, a good manager, but then I can understand the viewpoint from others who are saying, well, you know, okay, Rangers are favourites for the title, but with all the signings Hibs have made, you know, should there be an expectancy in them for the title?
1: Was that a good point for them at Falkirk last Sunday then, coming from behind, or do you see that as two points strong?
0: I have a, a huge admiration for Peter Houston, and I think Falkirk, fantastic to be where they are. I still think that's two points drop, by Hibs. Don't get me wrong, I think going to Falkirk to get a result, obviously Rangers lost there, so people could argue, well, Hibs haven't, so that's a good result. I just think with, with Rangers back in song... I think um, I think Hibs had to win that game. We'll find out at the end of the season if it was a, still a good result or not. But instinctively, I thought that was I thought it was two points drop.
1: Falkirk still very much in it. They got yep. they got that point against Hibs. They've got a boost this week a contract extension for John Baird. They'll go to an out of sorts Livingston this Saturday. And then next Saturday, they're at Ibrox. They will feel they've still got a lot to say in this.
0: Yeah, and uh, I was at the game the last time Falkirk and Ibrox and Peter Houston was very aggrieved over the referee. It was one of the best rants of the season, or, or any other season. <laughs> and Falkirk were terrific that day, really good. I mean, Volks is a player I really like. Yeah. He's the kind of player that I would expect an Aberdeen or, or even a Hearts to be looking mm-hmm. at. I think a terrific player. Falkirk signed Nathan Austin the other day and I thought it was a good signing and... I actually they spent money on the boy. I'm surprised they've then agreed to loan him back to his fife. I thought they would have just got him in immediately. Yeah. Maybe his five dug their heels, and I don't know. But I mean, it's, it's a terrific sequence of fixtures, you know. And if Falkirk can emerge from that relatively, you know, we, we, we're not too much damage. Fascinating run into the season really is. Derek, that's
1: great. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs>